This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Our world lead a document leak with massive implications. Classified pictures, charts, and slides are circulating online. And they show that the U.S. government has been spying on its allies, including South Korea, Israel, and Ukraine. And though the U.S. has spied on its allies before, leaked intelligence about Ukraine's weapons stocks and positions is so fresh it has already forced Ukraine to alter battle plans, according to a source close to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. And now, as CNN's Oren Lieberman reports for us from the Pentagon, U.S. diplomats are racing to attempt damage control with key allies. A damaging leak from some of the highest levels of the Pentagon, rattling U.S. officials who fear the revelations could jeopardize sources and hurt U.S. relations abroad. Among the 53 classified documents reviewed by CNN, a detailed look at key shortages in Ukraine's air defenses, and battlefield assessments with the war in a critical phase and Ukraine preparing for a counteroffensive. The documents were posted on Discord, a messaging and chat platform in recent weeks, where they resided unknown to the Pentagon until they were picked up and disseminated further. The Department of Justice has opened a criminal investigation into the leaks, and the U.S. government is reviewing how this type of intel is shared. The Pentagon has already taken some steps to tighten the flow of such sensitive information. We're taking this very, very seriously. There is uh, uh, no uh, excuse for these kinds uh, of documents to be in the public domain. At the top of some documents, an alphabet soup of government secrecy. Top secret. SI Gamma is signals intelligence. No foreign is no foreign nationals. And FISA stands for Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. The documents also reveal U.S. efforts to spy on allies around the world. A CIA intel update from March 1st says Israel's spy agency, the Mossad, advocated for protests against the government. The Israeli prime minister's office said the report was without any foundation whatsoever. Another document has information on internal deliberations within South Korea to sell artillery ammo that could eventually go to Ukraine. The report came from Signals Intelligence, which includes intercepted communications and drew backlash from Seoul. We strongly regret that the top U.S. intelligence agency had been illegally spying on allies like our country. We strongly demand a thorough investigation and urge that similar incidents do not occur. An official from one of the countries in Five Eyes, a crucial intelligence-sharing arrangement between the U.S. and some of its closest allies, said they expected the U.S. to share a damage assessment, even as they conduct an assessment of their own. It's not only the kind of intelligence we collect on foes, but also the kind of intelligence that all nations connect, uh, collect on their friends, too. We do this, other nations do it, too, but you don't like it to be uh, put into the public space. 
On the diplomatic front, it will be Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman who will smooth things over with allies and partners if needed there. Meanwhile, the Pentagon has not yet named who will lead the interagency here to make sure this kind of thing, this sort of damaging leak doesn't happen again and to tighten the control of this sort of information. Jake, what's even more troubling perhaps is this point is the Pentagon can't say certainly that there are no more documents that may come out that have already leaked and are out there already or that could come out in the near future. Uh, the buried lead there. Okay, it's Monday. It's Easter Monday, 10 April in the year of the Lord, 2023. There's so many buried leads there. Um, number one is that the ever crack, you know, you're paying hundreds of billions of dollars just for the intel side. That's so focused on spying on Americans. It's it's up there for a week on Discord, on, on some chat room, and our intelligence services don't even know it. Don't even know it. This is high, it's high, more highly classified than top secret. It's compartmented, some of it. This is still all misdirection play. We're not, of course, people stay on top of what your allies are doing. It's different with Ukraine. We own Ukraine. Ukraine doesn't exist unless you're sending a $5 billion check over there every month. $5 billion, okay? That pays for their pensions, their health care, everything. Everything you don't have, they have because you're sending your money over there to do it. That's in addition to what we're doing in the battlefield. The content of this, which they will not address and the questions don't get asked, is it's so shocking the triumphalist narrative of Ukraine is a lie. Who says it's a lie? These documents that were going to the the chiefs, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, coming from their staff or secretariat. In 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 in, in cold, hard reality of briefer talk in the math. You see, it's all a lie. Everything you've been sold is a lie. MSNBC, CNN, it's all a lie. And, of course, in, in the buried lead, if you read the stories down in the 15th paragraph, they go, you know, that one slide that's got the numbers of combat casualties is, is in, you know, inaccurate, incorrect. Well, says who? Who says that? I just see that chart up there. All the other charts are accurate. They haven't, no one's disputed the content of this at all. This shows you in the Third World War, you're being lied to. This is the equivalent. We had the Pentagon Papers about Vietnam that you realize now you were lied to for 10 years. You had the Afghanistan Papers from the Washington Post. You realize you were lied to about Afghanistan for 15 or 20 years. Lied to. Information suppressed. And I can, I can vouch for Afghanistan because President Trump came to the National Security Council to lead the effort to get us the hell out of there. In every second of every day, the Pentagon will look you in the eye and lie to you about basic, the most basic things they will lie. That's all they do is lie. And now here we have it again in, 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 uh, in, uh, in Ukraine. More lies. Well, you're shoveling over billions of dollars every month. Okay, we're going to get to the economics of all this. We're also going to get to the lawfare and, quite frankly, the legal system of this country is burning itself to the ground going after patriots. Let me, and it, it is getting so serious now. Let me play. I'm a, I got the fighting Mike Davis, who's got a number of scalps. Mike Davis is on a roll, right? But I want to start with AOC over the weekend. I'll bring Mike Davis in. There has been thought, I believe, given to this. Senator Ron Wyden has already issued statements, uh, for example, advising what we should do in a situation like this, which I concur, which is that I believe that the Biden administration should ignore uh, this ruling, I think that we, you know, the courts have the legitimacy 
and they rely on the legitimacy of their rulings. And what they are currently doing is engaged in an unprecedented and dramatic erosion of the legitimacy of the courts. They, it, it is the justices themselves through the deeply partisan and unfounded nature of these rulings that are undermining their own enforcement. So you're saying the Biden administration should ignore this court, but what does that look like? What does that actually mean? You know, I think the interesting thing when it comes to a ruling is that it relies on enforcement. And it is up to the Biden administration to enforce, to choose whether or not to enforce such a ruling. There you hear from Louis Branda, I mean, AOC. Mike Davis, <laughs> come in, what is she even talking about? That their, their, their legitimacy is based upon their rulings? What is, she gets to pick and choose? Tell, tell me what AOC, how deeply disturbing is this? And this is their mentality. This is all weekend. They're up on TikTok. They're doing this. They, they don't like it. All of a sudden, it's your, the court's based upon the legitimacy. It basically means in the years gone by until Trump judges got in there, people know how to interpret the Constitution strictly, right, textualist. Until they got in there, you had these activist judges. Mike uh, Davis, how dangerous is it what AOC's uh, telling us the uh, Biden Justice Department should do, which they probably will end up doing, sir? I mean, it's the most dangerous thing that I can think of in a democracy. These Democrats pretend like they care about democracy. Well, the American Republic depends on the separation of powers. The president has executive power. The judiciary decides cases and controversies. The judicial power of Congress writes the laws. It is insane for uh, any member of Congress to come out and say that the executive branch should ignore the judiciary. I mean, that's, again, that's what you do in third world Marxist hellhole banana republics. And it seems like that's the track that today's Democrats, today's Marxist left wants us to head down. And it's, uh, it's, it's very dangerous. It's, it's extraordinarily dangerous. Just imagine, just imagine that I am Trump's acting attorney general for three weeks. And then during my three week reign of terror, before I get chased out of town, I decide that I'm going to, I'm going to deport dreamers. Uh, I'm going to call them nightmares and deport them. And, I, and if a court says I can't do it, I'm just going to say to the hell with the court. I'm just going to do it anyway. I mean, this is insane. What if I said, you know what, I'm going to round up Trump's political enemies and throw them in jail. And if even if the court says release them, I'm going to say, no, I can't. You know, it's we're, we're not going to do that. We're, I, I don't agree with this judge's ruling. So we're just going to we're just going to ignore it. And I'll blame COVID. I mean, this is a very dangerous path that AOC is leading us down. And frankly, I think people need to file ethics complaints in the House. And, uh, it, you know, there, there needs to be consequences for her dangerous rhetoric. I, I said over the weekend up on Getter, I don't know if following, she ought to be stripped of her committees. We got to start, these people are radicals. They ought to be stripped of their committees and, and they can just wander around the House then. But this is part of an overall assault. That's on a ruling. But they also have an assault, as you've mentioned many times in the show and the first one to bring up, about their intimidation of Supreme Court justices, particularly the conservatives they don't like, going after their homes, intimidating them in their neighborhoods. Now they're full bore on Clarence Thomas. They, they are so maniacally focused on getting Clarence Thomas off the court because they understand he's kind of the he, – he, he's uh, maybe not the intellectual leader of it. Uh, well, you got you got uh, Alito and Gorsuch, but what he is is the moral center of gravity of the right on the court, and they are bound and determined 
to run him out of town. Am I incorrect on that, sir? No, I mean, the federal judiciary, particularly the Supreme Court, is the last line of defense. And they know we have the first constitutionalist Supreme Court in 90 years, thanks to Donald Trump, his most important legacy, his biggest accomplishment of his first term. And Democrats know that they need to destroy the legitimacy of the Supreme Court and try to chase uh, conservative justices uh, off the Supreme Court so they can get total control. That's what's stopping them. And they know this. And look, people say, oh, if Trump just goes away, this will all go away. They are dangerously naive if they think that that the, the Marxist left is going to end their their craven march for power if Trump gets out of the way. Remember, these are the same Democrats who uh, who accused Justice Brett Kavanaugh, the most bushy, swampy Supreme Court nominee you could get from, from Trump. They accused him of serial gang rape. I mean, this is insane what the left is doing. They're going after, Cla they've hated Clarence Thomas since 1991 when he was up for the Supreme Court, when Joe Biden was the Senate Judiciary Committee chairman. They have hated Clarence Thomas for 31 years because he escaped the Democrats' plantation and they will never forgive him for that. He is a black man who grew up in the segregated South. He was a liberal and he woke up. He got mugged by reality and the Democrats have hated that ever since. They're feigning this concern that he took these, he took lawful trips with one of his best friend of 25 years, who happens to be rich. This best friend, Harlan Crow, had no business before the court, zero. And they they raised no concerns when when Democrat appointed Supreme Court justices like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Stephen Breyer took many, many, many trips, right? And now they're trying to pretend like that Clarence Thomas is compromised. This Harlan Crow is pro-choice. He hosted House Democrat leaders recently. He is a he's he's not a Trump fan. He he is he has been a political supporter of Liz Cheney's. Even when Liz Cheney ran the witch hunt against uh, Justice Thomas's wife Jenny, it is laughable to argue that Harlan Crow bought off Clarence Thomas. And again, this is just the Democrats' way of trying to punish Thomas because he escaped their plantation. And this is Biden-driven. Mike, if you could hang with us for a second, we'll take a short commercial break. Uh, Mike Davis is going to join us. We've got other aspects to go through. Number one, I'm going to ask Mike, because now in the media, I'm starting to see a, I'm starting to see pattern recognition. The judge that did the abortion pill ruling, they, they're calling these now Article Three judges. I think Davis may have something to do with that. Article Three judges. Also, the FBI is on traditional Catholics. <laughs> traditional Catholics. That's a that's a uh, that's a shady crowd. Untraditional, the hobbits, the ultimate hobbits. Also, Mike Davis got a couple of big scalps. We're gonna talk all about it next in the boardroom. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out of control government spending, long term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. 
They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, EJ and Tony is going to join us this time. Got an amazing piece up on Fox about you're paying, uh, I think, $800 million a day. We're going we're gonna to get all this on reverse repos. You're, you're, you're funding the hedge funds. I know you, like do, I know you love doing that. So we're going to get to all that uh, momentarily. I want to go back to Mike Davis. Mike, so I got two things. Number one, they're coming after the traditional Catholics, the FBI. At the same time, the Biden regime is canceling it looks like the priests that are associated with delivering communion or services over at Walter Reed to the, to the wounded and, and the people over there that are sick that are either military or former military. What is going on with this, this Biden regime? What is it about the hobbits? What is it about these practicing Catholics or Protestants that they're just maniacally obsessed about going after? When you got the FBI, which used to be a bunch of hammerhead uh, mix like yourself in there when I was a kid growing up, all the, the, the top two or three guys in the parish that were FBI agents were like revered, right? That's no longer the case. Why are they coming after Catholics, sir? I mean, that's a, that's a very good question. I mean, maybe this is today's Democrats are not liberals who love our country. Maybe these are Democrats who are Marxist and they want to tear our, our country apart. And they want us to, you know, be beholden to the state. And I guess the way to do that is to tear us apart from, you know, God, country, family. And they seem to be doing a very good job at that over the last several years. I mean, if you think about this, the Catholic Archdiocese for the military has provided Catholic services to people at Walter Reed for decades. And all of a sudden, during Holy Week, the Biden Pentagon wants to cancel that contract. Why? What is their explanation for that? It's just, and the the timing of that is very curious. You're doing it during the most Holy Week of the Catholic faith. And then we find out through Jim Jordan's, uh, you know, he's starting to do some very good work on the House Judiciary Committee, on the Weaponization Subcommittee. They come out that the FBI is spying on Catholics down in Richmond. I mean, what is the justification for this? We have BLM, we have Antifa, we have abortion activists, we have these trans ideology zombies, we have these other Democrat activists who have been terrorizing America for the last three years. We've seen that since you know the the George Floyd riots, we we have destruction. We have billions of dollars in destruction. We have dozens of people who have been killed. General chaos and despair. We have the the Democrats attacking Catholic churches, crisis pregnancy centers, even Supreme Court justices and their families in their homes, leading to a 1 a.m. assassination attempt against Justice Kavanaugh, his wife Ashley, and their two teenage daughters. So, what is the FBI doing about that? They're sending in undercover agents into the Catholic diocese down in Richmond, Virginia, because apparently they're too Catholic for the Biden administration. This is insane. And this is part of the pattern where Merrick Garland and Chris Ray have weaponized our justice system. They need to go. They need to be impeached. 
I'm going to get to the uh, the hearings in a second, but on, on remember, there's a great video up made by uh, Max Evans. I've got it over my Getter account we put up over the weekend about Hoke, one of the guys the FBI came. I remember my interview with him. They, they talked, the folks in the interview, he was chained like a dog for six hours. This is a guy that would pray the rosary in front of these abortion clinics. And, of course, they thought he would they chained him like a dog for six hours. They're trying to break the hobbits. They're trying to break the, the most traditional Catholics. The Richmond, look, there are no conspiracy, no coincidence. That, the Richmond field office, that parish, St. Joseph's, my parents helped start that with a couple of Benedictine monks from, from over at the, the abbey of the prep school I went to, Father Adrian, a couple others. When Pope John Paul II and Bishop Sullivan okayed in the diocese to have a Latin, a traditional Tridentine Catholic service, they formed a, a parish called St. Joseph's that, that did that. That's what come out. You know why? Because these are the hobbits. This is MAGA. These are the, the most humble, most patriotic, working class or lower middle class, no money, but super devout in the families with five, six, seven, and eight kids. And the number of uh, young people that went to the academy, particularly the Naval Academy or West Point, but went to the Naval Academy and then became Marines later was just incredible. These these are the best people in the world, and that's what the FBI is going after. This is the weaponization. Chris Ray and Merrick Garland are pure evil, 100% evil to their core. They're not uniparty. It's not the swamp. Don't give me any acute term. They're pure evil. But we're getting some wins, particularly on this committee. I got We got Bragg. They're all over Bragg, but you got the biggest win of all. Brother Davis, Matt Colangelo, now they've sent a thing out today saying uh, don't, don't destroy anything you've done. Tell me about how they're now, he's on the list, he's got to come forward, he's got to save all of his communications, sir. Yeah, let's talk about Matthew Colangelo. Matthew Colangelo, Colangelo got recruited by Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan, D, George Soros-funded Manhattan DA. Colangelo came from the number three, uh, number three's office in the Biden Justice Department, the Office of the Associate Attorney General in the Justice Department that oversees the Civil Rights Division. So Matthew Colangelo was the number two to the number three in that office. And guess what that office did? That is the office that is, that is responsible for sending the Justice Department and the FBI after people praying outside of abortion clinics, arresting them under federal law, prosecuting them under federal law, the FACE Act, while giving amnesty to abortion industry activists who are terrorizing Catholic churches, crisis pregnancy centers, and uh, the Supreme Court justices and their families in their homes. That is right on Matthew Colangelo's doorstep, right? And so now this, this partisan hack, this political appointee went from the Biden Justice Department to Alvin Bragg's office to revi- to resuscitate this dead case, this dead case against Trump, this laughable legal theory that was passed over by the prior Manhattan DA at Alvin Bragg's urging when Alvin Bragg worked for the New York Attorney General's office, passed over by the Manhattan U.S. Attorney, passed over by the Federal Election Commission, passed over by Bragg himself. And then Bragg started taking heat from the left uh, and so Bragg started worrying about his left flank, the crazy leftist up in Manhattan and the money people. So he recruited Colangelo back in December from the Biden Justice Department to go re- revive this dead case. That is clear collusion. Biden sent Matthew Colangelo to Bragg's office to take out Trump. And I'm, I'm very happy that Jim Jordan is getting to the bottom of this. Uh, what about uh, Bragg? Do you anticipate? Do you anticipate these guys are going to fight this like crazy, or do you anticipate they'll actually be deposed and then ultimately have to give testimony? 
I actually think Jim Jordan is handling this very smartly by saying that he's going to send up staff investigators for staff deposition, asking for documents, starting with a nice letter, and then you can slowly start turning the news. Congress absolutely has the constitutional power and, frankly, the duty to investigate here. Remember, states have a duty under Section 5 of the 14th Amendment to provide equal protection and due process to all Americans, including Donald Trump. He's still an American. He gets due process and equal protection. Congress has a responsibility to make sure states are doing that. We also have federal funds that Bragg is using to prosecute Trump, right? Instead of instead of murders, rapes, burglaries, carjackings, and other real crimes that are causing chaos and mayhem in Manhattan, they're using federal funds to go after President Trump with a bogus political prosecution. They're doing this by contorting federal election law. They're also unethically colluding with the Biden Justice Department. Bragg hired Colangelo from the Biden Justice Department. Biden sent Colangelo to Bragg's office to get Trump. And there's also a malicious prosecution of a presidential candidate. It's election interference. So Jim Jordan is, that's five, those are five reasons right, right there that Jim Jordan is well within his constitutional power, his duty to investigate here. Uh, Mike, I think you're having an impact because your group is called Article 3. I've noticed in just in pattern recognition over the last, ever since AOC came out, but in the Times and the Washington Post, I'm seeing they're calling these judges, these federal judges, Article 3 uh, justices. Is that t- because Article 3 is just the, the part of the Constitution that talks about the, 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 the federal judiciary? Why would they be associating it? really with your group? Why would they start referring to these? Because once you've seen it two or three times, you know the editors, they're, they're, they're editing the papers this way. Why would they be calling these uh, justices, this, particularly this judge that made this decision the other day, that he's one of this pack of kind of Trump Article Three judges? Well, I hope they're trying to use it as a derogatory term. That means we're over the target. We're having an impact. Look, I, I was very happy as a private practice attorney for a decade in Colorado, uh, fat and happy, right? making good money and living a good life in Colorado. And I gave that up to move to DC, a hellhole that I hate, to help uh, Justice Gorsuch get through the process. And then I went to the Senate Judiciary Committee and I helped uh, I helped my former boss, Chuck Grassley, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, and Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump transform the, fir- uh, the federal judiciary. And it was, we put, we put up the first conservative constitutionalist majority on the Supreme Court and and the critically important lower courts of lower federal courts of appeals for the first time in 90 years. So it is our last line of defense. It's protecting us from the the, the Marxist left's takeover of our country. And so if that's if that if that's upset them, good. Good. I want to have you back on. We don't have time to discuss it this afternoon about this uh, the theory of their of the intent to 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 slow down or stop a government proceeding. The justice the judges that President Trump put in there interpreting the Constitution in a strict manner, saying this is another bogus, bizarro theory coming out of Merrick Garland's uh, the hellhole that is the Justice Department. Mike, how do people get you? We'll have you back on tomorrow if we can track you down. How, do, how can people uh, get to you on social media and your website? Yeah, it's article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth, and my personal is at m. R-D-D-M-I-A, my initials in Des Moines, Iowa. And thank you, Steve. The Getter feed of uh, Brother Davis is fantastic. It's very informative. The Twitter feed comes in white hot. 
particularly, I, I notice there's a correlation later at night. It comes even hotter than it does during the day. I know that's no correlation to anything, but man, that Twitter, you get, you got to be on it because Davis not only keeps you in the loop on what's happening, he keeps you highly entertained because he comes at it as only fighting Mike Davis can. Mike, honored to have you on here. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Make sure we sign up. Make sure you go to his website. Guy's having a big impact. EJ and Tony, your head is about to blow up. Just wait. Short break. EJ and Tony, next from Heritage. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Citizens, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food and you do it right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now while it's on sale. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Let me repeat that. $200 per kit savings. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories per day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll enjoy free shipping too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Mike Lindell was on this morning. Speaking at Club 45 tonight, we'll get a full report to, tomorrow. That's a, a group that supports President Trump down in Mar-a-Lago. He's given one of the big speeches for an hour. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. He's got the toppers, this topper 2.0, this new upgrade of the toppers. Go check it out. Also, buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0. These will change the way that you sleep. You will sleep the sleep of the just. And you're going to need to sleep the sleep of the just because you're not going to get a lot of hours of sleep because you're in the war room posse. The vanguard, Naomi Wolf's going to come in a second about the wins we're having and the work still ahead of us. Uh, you're also head of the creditors committee. That's why I got EJ on here in a second. Something for the creditors committee to think about. So make sure you go to MyPillow.com. Promo code war room right now. Toppers, the 2.0 toppers and the 2.0 MyPillow. He's releasing new products all the time. Go to our square. You get all the best deals. Go check it out. EJ, uh, first off, the, the, over the weekend, and I mentioned this morning, but I want to get your take on it. The Hill newspaper lead story, uh, far-right MAGA Republicans are, you know, what their, their fight on the debt ceiling is going to exacerbate the bank crisis. Because they're saying, hey, uh, we're taking a hard line. No more of the spending. What's burying everybody. We can't pay for it. You just got to print money. But they're saying, oh, they're going to make it. Uh, they're going to, you know, we're going to pay more interest on these government securities. That's going to raise uh, the government securities. So the higher interest is going to make the face amount less and the banks are going to get a bigger uh, hole blown in their balance sheet. What type of scare tactic is this, brother? 
Well, not only is it completely wrong, Steve, but th they get it, the entire relationship here completely backwards. Let, let me explain, if I may. If the federal government had actually stuck to previous debt ceiling levels and had not continued to just constantly increase those levels to accommodate additional spending and additional borrowing that we couldn't afford, then the, Fe then the Fed would not have had to push rates so low, followed by raising them so fast. In other words, the very conditions that caused these banks to become insolvent never would have even happened in the first place if the government had just lived within its means. Um, is This is what they're going to try to do. And let me give everybody a heads up here. They're going to blame you. Yes, this audience, you're going to be blamed because you're standing in the breach saying, no, we're not increasing the debt ceiling one penny. They're going to have to pay the cash that comes in, have to pay securities. We'll have to pay the face amount of anything that comes due, have to pay the interest. But they're going to blame you. You're the problem, not them. You're the problem because you're acting like the adult here with the credit card and saying, no. We cannot continue to do this because they're saying, no, you're going to exacerbate. We got the banking crisis taken care of because they're using your money to funnel into the banks right now. This is the scam. This is the three-card money. They're taking money that you're, you're going to be obligated for, and all they're doing is doing another type of quantitative easing at the, with the, uh, at the Fed window to let them come in and borrow against the securities at face amount, which they're trading at 20 cents on the dollar, 30 cents on the dollar. It's a complete scam, and you're the ones that are forced to underwrite it. EJ, tell me about this other thing, about the reverse repos. Reverse repos make me nervous. Number one, I don't fully understand them as an instrument. All I know is when I see these things exploding, I understand that the system's got a liquidity problem, and somehow they're shoveling cash in somewhere. Walk me through your magnificent article over there at Fox News. Sure. Well, well, Steve, reverse repos tell us that the Fed actually knew that inflation was getting out of control quite a while ago. This is not something that just popped up unexpectedly. While the Fed was telling us, for example, that inflation was transitory, they were steadily ramping up reverse repos to try to fight that inflation. So how on earth do these things work? Basically, what the Federal Reserve does is it says to a bank, a hedge fund, a reinsurer, really any large, any, any uh, uh, financial institution that has very large cash balances, and they say, look, park some of that cash here at the Fed, and we will give you a United States Treasury, but these are only short-term loans effectively. So as opposed to when the Fed buys and sells bonds in open market operations where it's a permanent transaction, this is a short-term transaction that might only last overnight or 24 hours, for example. And so it really is just a collateralized loan. In other words, you are loaning money to the Fed, and then the Fed pays you interest on it. Now, why on earth does the Fed need a loan? The Fed has a money printer. It doesn't need the money. But what it's doing by keeping the, the, all of that cash in its vaults is it's effectively sterilizing that money so that it can't go into uh, the private economy, and it can't contribute to an, a further increase in the money supply, and it can't cause inflation. Now, the problem is that when the Fed did this, uh, on only a couple of trillions of dollars, for example, and interest rates were essentially zero, it didn't cost them very much to do it. They were paying about $18 million in interest a day. But now, now that the balance has grown to about $6 trillion and interest rates are about 5%, now the Fed is shelling out a whopping $800 million a day, every day, day after day, 
And where is all of that money coming from? It's going to be taken from you through inflation, because in the name now of ironically fighting inflation, the Fed is printing money and they're going to cause inflation. The most regressive tax, the inflation tax. EJ, uh, the work you guys are doing, you're doing with Steve Moore and at Heritage. How do people get the article? I've got it up on uh, we've got it in our social media chat. I'm going to put it up on Getter here momentarily. How do they get your analysis? How do they get to the group over with Steve Moore you're working with in at, uh, in at Heritage? Uh, the best place to find all of that info is actually going to be my Twitter, at Real EJ Antoni, and we repost all of the articles that I write and the research that I do there. Amazing work. EJ, thank you so much. Great to have you on. Just remember, they're doing quantitative easings all the time. They're trying to get as much cash into the system as possible. At the same time, <laughs> it, they don't know whether they're coming or going. One thing you have to do right now, you cannot depend on this system. You just can't. You've got to be self-reliant. You've got to be independent thinking. Go to birchgold.com slash banner right now. Get the three-part series, The End of the Dollar Empire. I've been working on it for a couple of years. You've heard us talk about it all the time. Now everybody's talking about it including Macron coming back from China after he kowtowed to the CCP in Beijing to say, you know, I think we're going to stay out of this U.S. CCP thing. That's that's for the Americans. These are guys we bailed out over an entire 20th century and we're bailing them out again in Ukraine right now. They say you're on your own. And, oh, by the way, eh, the dollar, maybe we need an alternative system. The end of the dollar empire, it's all free. The third, The third installment is the debt trap. It talks exactly what this Hill story talked about and how they're going to kind of try to conflate all this and blame you. Yes, blame you. The American working man and woman, it's all your fault, as they're dumping on you the most regressive tax in the world, inflation. Also, you get the free advisors for your 401Ks, your IRAs, all of it. Get to talk to Philip Patrick and the crew. So go do it today. Immerse yourself in information. We don't tell you here what decisions you make. You're free men and women. You make the decisions that you guys come up with and want to make. But what you need is information, and we're very proud of the fact that we put out the most sophisticated type of macroeconomics for working class and middle class people so you can understand the way the system works and why we call it three-card money. So make sure you go to birchgold.com today slash Bannon to get all your free information. Do it today. Take action, action, action. You've taken action also with these Pfizer documents. I couldn't be prouder of, uh, of, of what's – in fact, I'm going to grab my copy of the book. I've got a couple here, but I keep one with me. Um, I'll get it in a second. I got it. Um, Naomi Wolf, a couple of things. Number one, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s um, – he's, de- he's declared – he's filed for, um, for the run for the president. By the way, breaking news – Sheriff Lamb has filed in Arizona to run in the United States Senate in the Republican primary. So obviously, Kerry Lake is still in this big fight for, for the governorship. And if the, if the Supreme Court there does a job in reversing back to the, to the, uh, to the district court uh, in Arizona, she will be the governor of Arizona. Um, but, but right now, he's, he's filed. Any campaign that made a crusade of... Um, uh, Wuhan lab, Tony Fauci, the, the pharmaceutical industrial complex and, uh, and the vax and everything about vaccines, right? All the science and logic would be something that would help the American people. Do you, do you agree with me on that? And look, he's a, he's a very progressive liberal Democrat and I'm a right wing, uh, you know, I'm a right wing populist, but something like that would help the country just basically sort through these issues that have come up so big over the last couple of years, ma'am. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm actually scared to answer that publicly because um, when you like him, uh, the entire legacy media gets angry at both of you. Um, so I, I'll just talk about how I feel personally. Uh, I think absolutely these are, you know, for any candidate, these are the issues that should be at the forefront of any campaign, um, Democrat or Republican, I think especially Democrats are looking for an alternative. Like I can't endorse, right? We're supposed to be nonpartisan. Uh, you know, I'm, he's an acquaintance. I admire him. I think he has a actual integrity. And I think it's incredibly good for the Democratic Party to have someone they dislike that much driving forward the issues on which they you know, need to be accountable. They need to be held accountable and, and dragging those matters into the center of the debate. That said, with all respect to him and his team, I am not at all persuaded that the DNC, which I see as a group of criminals at this point, are going to let any um, challenger who's not wholly owned by the DNC and wholly owned by whoever owns the DNC um, bring up those issues. I think that there's going to be a massive mobilization against a campaign like his and a campaign like Marianne Williamson's um, because they'll just want to stomp that out if they possibly can to keep people from thinking about how the Democrats handled lockdowns, handled your kid being home from school, handled so, 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 not deadly look, vaccine. I know we got to get, we got to get into Moderna and we got Pfizer, we got a new Pfizer, but I want to get into the details here, but just another minute. Here's what I find confusing. Once upon a time, it was progressive Democrats are all over big pharma. Now they're owned by Big Pharma. Kennedy can't get a hearing in the Democratic Party, not going to get a hearing because just cut on MSNBC every night, CNN every night. It's brought to you by Pfizer and all the Pfizer, Pfizer spinoffs. Right. So, so, so how did that happen? Give me a minute. How did that happen from the people that went after Big Pharma to now such a cheerleader that RFK Jr. will not even be able to get a hearing? They, 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 will, burn, they will burn it down before they let him come forward with the, the Fauci book. Are you kidding me? That that right. magnificent book, which I think the Warren Posse bought seven hundred fifty thousand of the million and a half copies. So how did it happen, Naomi? I can't tell you exactly how it happened. How it happened, except that the last five years have seen a, a ramp up of what has been put in place, and the brilliant Natalie Winters, you know, laid this out so clearly um, for 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 decades, which is the uh, elite capture of of our nation's elite. And so, you know, it's more visible with this administration because of Hunter Biden and the money they took from China um, that they're owned by China, and that means that. Pharma, which is aligned with China, Pfizer, which is aligned with China, can do whatever they want to the United States. But I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to, you know, let anyone off that easy because where are the Republicans? Where is the Republican leadership on this issue? They're not talking about it. They respectfully, you know, Rand Paul or, or you know, two or three other people on the Republican side will engage in quite respectfully theatrical, you know, slappings around of Stefan Bancel. But where's the follow up? Where's the where are the indictments? You know, like what's the majority for in the House, if not to bring um, the people who brought us this catastrophe uh, into some kind of accountability? So what I see and I saw this ever since I was a political consultant in the Clinton years and the Gore years um, is that, you know, special interests own each side, right? You've got the fossil fuels on and, you know, weapons and defense on the Republican side. You've got trial lawyers, unions, 
and farm on the Democratic side, so no one's innocent in this. Naomi, hang on for one second. We got another stunning report out of Pfizer. There's a call to action on Moderna. There's lawsuits, all of it. Daily Clout, Naomi Wolf at the tip of the spear, all next in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Naomi Wolf, you're back with us. Another bombshell of the Pfizer report. Uh, Tell me what we got today, ma'am. Yeah. And by now you've had about six of these reports that, you know, each one you would think, surely this is it. This is a stop the presses moment. This is a pull it off the market moment. Um, So this one is about anaphylaxis and anaphylaxis is a serious thing. It's defined as a severe allergic reaction, typically triggered by latex, foods such as peanuts, bee stings or medications, among other things, and is generally considered a medical emergency. It's not at all trivial. Um, this is by Joseph Garrett, MD, Barbara Garrett, MD, our own Chris Flowers, MD, who's here at Liberty House, about to welcome Team One on a retreat, which is wonderful, and Lori Britt. And what they found in the Pfizer documents is in the first three months, just three months of Pfizer's mRNA, quote, vaccine rollout, nine patients died of anaphylaxis. 79% of anaphylaxis adverse events were rated as serious. In three months, nine people dropped dead from severe this severe allergic shock. You've heard of the phrase anaphylactic shock. I mean, this is why people are terrified if hyperallergic children encounter peanuts, for example, they can they can die and very quickly. Um, so in the adverse events, it's only 90 days, and there were, as I mentioned, nine reported deaths. Um, only four patients who died had serious other conditions. So three of them who died, you know, 
it's hard to attribute it to anything else. There were 1,833 potential anaphylaxis patients reported, but tricky math again from Pfizer after screening using a tool called Brighton Collaboration, um, 831 did not meet the criteria. So that was over a thousand cases reported in only 90 days. Um, and the question that the team asked, which is a good one, once again, where did they go? Where did these missing erased 831 patients go? Did they die? Did they survive? Were they hospitalized? Um, they reported uh, shortness of breath, rash, redness of the skin, hives, cough, respiratory distress in 97 people, swollen tongue, low blood pressure, low blood pressure severe enough to threaten organ function, in other words, shock in 80 people, chest discomfort in 71, swelling face in 70, throat swelling, lip swelling. These are anyone who has a highly allergic child or a child with asthma knows how dangerous these symptoms are. Um, and so now it gets even more horrific. The events were rated by Pfizer as serious in 2,341, 79% of cases. So even these masters at doing away with seriousness through wordplay acknowledged that almost 80% of these cases were serious. And again, with anaphylaxis, that can mean deadly. The ratio, once again, you see, and you've seen this again and again and again, Steve and War Room Posse, it's a war against women. I don't know why they're trying to kill off women, but you remember in, in the stroke report, in the uh, liver damage report, in, in so many of these reports, it's a ratio of three to one that women are getting injured. Um, like in multi-system ways, women are getting injured. So the ratio of women to men affected by anaphylaxis was over eight to one. Of those cases with gender specified, 89% were female, only 11% were male. So there's something in this injection that is sending women into shock or women into wow. a severe allergic reaction. Half of patients with this adverse event were younger than 43 years old. Um, so that's a summary of the anaphylaxis uh, micro report by this extraordinary. How, 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 can, how can people get access to that micro report? Um, well, right now it's on the homepage of dailyclout.io and it will hopefully be, um, and their conclusion is post-marketing team's conclusion, recall this unsafe, quote, vaccine, end quote. So you can see it there and hopefully we'll have a sequel to the runaway bestseller um, Pfizer documents, uh, the War Room Daily Cloud Pfizer documents analysis reports, which were in our third printing. So the reports that did not make it in chronologically to that one will be in a sequel. And there it is. But people dropping dead. And, and I know people who know they have anaphylactic allergy reactions, and they have not been able to avoid getting the second injection in yeah. with jobs like healthcare jobs that, that mandate it. And I know one case where the doctor said, yeah. you know, doctor who's treated her for anaphylaxis said, yeah. go ahead, we'll inject you, and then we'll we'll treat you if you, you know, have a, a near fatal reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no, Thanks. no. Hey, doc, maybe, maybe not do that. R real right. quickly, because I don't want to run out of time here. Moderna now is going to get their turn in the barrel. You got a couple of lawsuits. We got about 90 seconds. Walk me through the Moderna part. This is coming for his third printing. You got Moderna that's now going to be in the barrel and you got a couple of lawsuits. Explain that so, to us. So this is super exciting to, to the amazing science and medicine nerds in the War Room Daily Cloud um, 
team of experts. Uh, there are two lawsuits. They're not ours, but they're fantastic for us. And the wonderful Amy Kelly has been liaising with the legal team of one of them. And one is defending the Republic. And they have succeeded in prying 24,000 pages um, of Moderna documents from Moderna. The first documents will be released in July. And it's, get this, you guys have to be sitting down for this. An adverse events document, meaning bad things document, totaling 13,685 pages. Just one bad things document is over 13,000 pages long. And it's a, a ruling in Texas. There's another lawsuit, uh, similar, kind of on a parallel track, not ours, but by the incredible Aaron Siri, who was responsible for the Pfizer release that we're working on. Um, and mm -hmm. so this is exciting not to, you know, get ahead of the legal system, but it's the same judge who ruled on the Pfizer documents. He's ruling on a similar cert involving suit involving Moderna that Aaron Siri and his uh, law firm are are wow. bringing. So uh, we we may well see, the, and, and our team is like standing by there salivating. Our team is waiting to get their hands on it. Real, real quickly, how do they how do they get, we got 30 seconds, how do they get to you at the Daily Cloud? So go to dailyclout.io and please pre-order this. We're racing to get our third printing out. Um, so there will be a little bit of a delay, but you want to be in that pre-order list. And soon, once we have physical books, we'll be back up on Amazon. But for now, you can pre-order on dailyclout.io and you'll have a book within a couple of weeks. Thanks, Naomi, for the great report. Thanks, War Room, for all the great work with Amy Kelly and the team Daily Clout. Short break. Back, Matthew Palumbo on George Soros and his tentacles everywhere. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM Health, all one word, WARROOMHealth.com. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.